scrubs uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is urgent care i'm joel kim booster i'm mitra johari and we're here to help you um much like a real urgent care you come to us because um we do not take insurance you don't need it here yeah we uh can't really help you with any of your problems but you are going to get to hear really good music while <laughs> really you're there. good music really good music <laughs> um so we got a lot to get to we got an insane call later on in the, in the program from a, from a friend of the pod um so let's just say in three words or less, Meech, how are you? I made a reservation for 12 at Rainforest Cafe today. <laughs> Wait a minute. For what occasion? For my birthday. <laughs> wow. Wow. And do you feel proud of yourself? Yeah, it's going to be the second birthday in a row that I've spent with friends at Rainforest Cafe. I have to say, it, your propensity to force people to do things that are bad. And they have a good time. And they, and I will admit, they have a good time, is sort of <laughs> iconic in a way. I, I, the, the number of bad things I've done with you, particularly, <laughs> that you have sort of spearheaded is... Yeah. Incredible to me. It really makes me happy because I, I think like everybody has a really good time when you're all watching something stupid together. Mm-hmm. It's, and I, I like to get I like to get upwards of 10 people together to do something terrible as often yeah. as I can. And Rainforest Cafe is sort of the restaurant equivalent to that movie yesterday that you yes. made us watch, which is, of course, the movie where the man wakes up and the Beatles don't exist. Yes. And then what else? Oh, we saw Life Itself together. Life Itself. That actually... Everyone was pretty upset at me for that one. And well, that, that one was wild because it was just truly four of us in a, a large theater seeing a movie yeah. that made... No sense. Yeah. It was bad. And had, what, three separate bus crashes with people (laughs) getting hit by buses three different times. That was the theme of the movie. So for me, it was an incredible experience. But there was a detour for about 45 minutes where we were with Antonio Banderas, and I couldn't quite tell you what it had to do with anything. (laughs) Except for his young wife also played a mom. A fever dream. I don't know. A fever dream. Whatever. Anyway, I made that reservation. I made that call today because I couldn't do it online. So I had to call (laughs) and ask for a reservation for of did, Did you hear anything in their voice that would suggest? So I'll tell you what was upsetting is I sort of in a moment of panic, I was worried that I because the website wasn't letting me make the reservation for 12 at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. So uh, I called and in a moment of panic, fearing that they would not give me that reservation for that many people. I was just like, it's for a birthday, and I think I framed it in a way that made them think it was for a child, but it is <laughs> for me. <laughs> I will be turning 27 years old, and it is for me, and um, I think they're going to be expecting wow. a kid. I'm so glad that you're turning 27, because that is your Saturn returns and sort of um, the start of the worst period of your life, and I'm really excited hey, about that Hey, and guess what? You. It is a horrible, horrible time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do feel like shit, and it did start this year, so I am pretty psyched. So that's it. Astrology is real. Wow. And I won't have- elaborate. Three words or less, Joel, just like what I did. <laughs> Three words or less. Um, people hate blonde. That's what I'll say. I was I did shows in San Francisco this weekend, and at the meet and greet, many people felt beholden enough to grab my lower back, take a picture with me, turn to me, and say, "I love the show. I hate the hair." I think it's really crazy. I love because I think oh. it's no, no, no. I, I've told you so many <laughs> I times. You, the hair. No, it's no, like, no. What? Also, just, well, first of all, to tell someone in person that yeah. you don't like something about them, like you joke about it online, but it doesn't. It's not an invitation. No, to I be feel, an asshole. I do think that people think because we do comedy, we're subhuman. Um, and yeah. and are sort of uh, available for that. But that's all I say. Please stop telling me you like or dislike my hair because <laughs> I'm not – it won't affect – it'll just make me feel bad, but I'll still have the hair that yeah. I have because I won't kowtow to your demands. I'm going to keep saying that I love it Thank because I so love much. it. And I like the risks that you take with your hair. I, as someone who takes none, I love the ones that you do. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, <laughs> we got some updates. Um, let's dive in with those updates. Dana. Hey guys, I'm the person that called about dating a Republican. Uh, first of all, holy shit, I'm so sorry that I left such a long rambling no. message. I had just woken up from a nap, so I was having a hard time getting my thoughts together. Um, I'll keep this very brief. You guys told me exactly what I needed to hear, and like you said, what I already knew. And I told that guy to take a fucking hike. So sorry again for the long rambling message. And thanks for answering my question. Bye. So first of all, I would like to say I'm sorry that we made an example of you. Yes, because because you are one of so many. many, And it's actually not a you thing. It's a many other people thing, Mm -hmm. too. Um, So I'm sorry we made an example of you, though the sentiment we did mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I listened to that call, that callback, and you know nothing we said was wrong. I do feel like we were hard on you, especially because it did seem like you knew. But I'm glad that you did the right and thing. And I will say, when I followed up, I was just trying to be supportive. <laughs> Um, um, and I'm psyched to hear that you did that and um, you're going to find someone else who's cool who yeah. makes you laugh mm-hmm. and I just guarantee a domestic guarantee- terrorist <laughs> <laughs> we can't make that joke anymore oh yeah that's true actually <laughs> alright next update uh, is an email um, why don't you take this one Okay, because you want to hear me mm-hmm, say this mm-hmm, shit, you I do. fucking bitch. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> uh, the subject is Alvin Ailey Chipmunk. Thank you for answering my question. Heart, heart, heart. Um, we should say this is the girl who was an improv captain, was going to move to New York with her ex to make it in the industry, and mm-hmm. is now teaching dance and sort of feeling stuck. Having fun, but not yes. sure Lo- Feeling fulfilled, but feeling stuck, yeah. Yes. Joel, you basically said exactly what my therapist has been saying. <sighs> Dangerous. <laughs> um, this, which is, this isn't the rest of your life. Stop thinking of it with so much finality. It's hard to wrap my head around a life with different avenues and possibilities because I really was convinced that I was going to be with my ex forever. And before that, I was in a professional dance company where the vibe was very intense and be all end all. Code words are abusive. Sorry to bring the room down. (laughs) It's definitely something I'm working on, and I appreciate you bringing that up so much. Mitra, thank you for suggesting volunteering. I've been thinking of looking up community farms and gardens, and I'm excited at the prospect of that. See, you got one in I'm actually psyched about that. Um, And that sounds really cool and beautiful. On the subject of challenging my myself 
I'm in Raleigh, and maybe some of your listeners are too. Could you say, hey, this kid is in Raleigh. If you are too, say hi, or something like that on the pod. Or maybe there's a secret cabal of other little gay sweeties I can push myself to meet and hang out with. I have abso no idea how that would work, but hey, gotta try, right? Thank you again. I appreciate you taking the time to read and advise. Being 22 is so fucking confusing. Alan Ailey Chipmunk. Yeah, Alvin Ailey love Chipmunk. that. So I will say, guys, use use the go to the Earwolf Reddit thread for this. Actually, it, I will say I'm so scared of Reddit, but it seems like a pretty positive place. Earwolf, and, you know, the Earwolf Reddit is actually the the coolest people post there. I find I I lurk. I do post. You won't ever know my screen name. Um, but um, yeah, I think like if you are listening to this and you're in rally and and Alvin Ailey, if you're listening to this, go to the Reddit. Um, post. Um, you know, people post about our podcast sometimes, usually just the episodes. But like, I think that's in a very appropriate place to go and um, and maybe take see. your safety <clears throat> into your own hands. Yes. Someone from the internet. Um, we uh, do not yes. take any responsibility please, for the please, choices that you make after please this. Please text a friend uh, the address of whoever you meet from Reddit. But I mean, Reddit meetups happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a good place to start if you guys are listening in Rally. Raleigh and uh, want to know but I do know that there is comedy in Raleigh by yeah. the way there definitely is just be safe yeah. <laughs> 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 okay we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to dive into some calls we are back <laughs> Okay, um, I, and I do want to say we have gotten absolutely no positive reinforcement no positive. on this. No thing. one's asked us None, to no, keep saying. And in fact, I think people are intentionally ignoring it in hopes that we will drop it. Yeah, and it's and like at this point, nope. I'm I'm this far in my life, nope. and I still insist mm-hmm. on singing. Exactly. So we won't. Here stop. we go. <laughs> we can't oh, stop. stop. Okay. Oh, we Stop, yeah. Okay, we okay. absolutely have to, though, know, because know, we got to get to these calls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dana? Um, Mitra and Joel, what do I do? I'm a queer woman, and I don't believe in astrology. Wow. And I feel like a little bit ostracized in my community. How do I explain to people why I don't want them to evangelize their astrology at me? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. Well, I'm gonna call this one. Oh yes, we, our favorite part. Our favorite part. Fuck. We we always look at these the breakdown and we're like, we can get this done in an hour, and then we forget we have to name them too. <gasps> which is, I'm gonna call this one um, Pisces later. And I'm gonna yeah commit to that. Pisces you later. Pisces you later. Because that's what I think you should say to these people. Actually, I think I think astrology puns would be a real big turnoff to anybody who's trying to quote unquote evangelize you into astrology. It is becoming like a thing now, right? It does feel like in the last like five years, it's become like extremely normal. I mean, I guess yeah. like they've been appearing in newspapers for you know a century now, but like. It does feel like, especially uh, people of our generation, take it very seriously in a huge way. Yeah. I think you can... I love that. Annoying puns. Annoying puns. I'm Capra horny for what you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then no one will want... It will, you will cut those people out of your life completely. I would say also just like tell them to turn to God. 
I actually, I've been, I've been sort of beating that drum on this pod for the last couple of weeks. And I do think that people who are so into astrology are trying to fill some void in their life. And I think you should tell them to fill it with Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I am most actively checking my co-star app when I am not in a good place. Mm. If that helps. <laughs> you, should do, you should do the pattern instead. I have both. I like both. Well, what I like about CoStar is it's one sentence. Okay, here's, I'm not, I don't want to shame you on the pod, and I don't want to shame our millions of listeners who also use CoStar on the pod, but here's what I'm going to do. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you what my good friend Chani Nicholas told me at a show once. Yes, okay. my dear friend Chani Nicholas. Okay. She said, I said, is CoStar good? And she said, CoStar is an aggregate it's an it's an it's a an algorithm that just aggregates the work of astrologers from all across the internet without crediting or paying them for it. Whoa! So all so astrologers hate it. So and then the pattern is not. I have I know nothing about the pattern. I did not <laughs> ask Johnny about the pattern, and I'm choosing to believe that the pattern is actually pure and good and yeah. a force for good. Yeah, um, the pattern's actually for charity. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so just to take that information, and actually, I really think that this is a good answer for this. This woman should do that yeah. actually, because I guarantee you, every queer person who's coming at her with astrology is probably a co-star user, and I think she should turn the conversation immediately to the unethical practices of CoStar and they will, they will, like they will pivot immediately. ultimate party trick for me. Like if I want to stop talking with someone at a party, I'm just like, I just bring up some kind of injustice and then they're <laughs> gone, baby. It is, um, it is clockwork. Wait, can I actually share like a quick, like non sequitur thing that I discovered yesterday as someone was truly trying to sell me on Amy Klobuchar as a viable candidate in hmm. the presidential uh, <laughs> primary. Yes. And like, I, I know you and I are both on this sort of the same page, but the nice thing about there being so many candidates in this primary is that I've done this a couple times now when someone is like, and I, and it's not someone I know well enough to be super confrontational. There's always someone that you can agree on that is bad. <laughs> uh, you can pivot because as soon they were like they were like sort of anti Warren and Bernie and pro Klobuchar, mm -hmm. but then it's, I was like, but but Pete sucks, right? <laughs> and then they were like, yeah. Wait, <laughs> like, this is a huge turn for you as the former social media manager for Pete's campaign. Yeah, it was. Care to speak on that or listen? Some things happened behind the scenes, um, and um, I'll just say this: um, my hole couldn't take it anymore. I hate that. Joke. <laughs> no. I just went there. First thought. Okay, let's get to another call. Okay, but <clears throat> just, just to wipe the, the the taste of that out of everyone's mouth. I hated that. <laughs> I, hate that. I hate that you put me in. I hate that you put me in that position as a, a creative partner. Okay, but it, it was a callback, and I just felt like we were know, kind of building a I world. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> and then I ruined it. <sighs> but it's okay because you don't work for me anymore, so mm -hmm, we don't have to talk mm -hmm, about it ever again. Because of my hole. <laughs> And for me, I support him from because uh, he said I couldn't go to Hamilton with Chastin. <laughs> Chast. What is the name? I don't know. Danny, you got to play the call. Otherwise, we'll never stop. I'm Mitra and Joel. I'm like fully freaking myself out by calling you. Well, stop. Uh, and um, I have an issue with my oldest brother. Um, he is getting married in September to a girl that he's known for about a year. It's not a big deal. I mean, he's like an adult. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but he's been like super smug about it. Um, I have been with my boyfriend for nine years, but we've been together since we were in high school. So like, we're not, we're planning on getting married eventually, but we're not like engaged yet. And we talk about it pretty liberally. It's like, 
we're not in any rush because I'm like 27, so it's really not a huge deal. But um, I like my brother has been just like kind of a dick leading up to his wedding. I don't know. He like for example, I was I asked him like who his best man would be, and he said uh, two of my brothers would be his best men, and I was like, okay. Well, I was thinking if one of the brothers is your best man, like the other brother would be my like man of honor, you know. And he was like, oh oh, are you engaged? And I was like, no, I'm like, I just think about that kind of thing. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I just didn't think that you, that if you aren't engaged, I didn't think people really thought about that until they're actually engaged. And I like, I was like, all right, cool. You're like kind of being a dick, whatever. And I like (laughs) stood up and he was laying on the ground when he did it. And I like stood up and just kind of walked away from the situation like, a very mature person and I just like <laughs> stomped on his stomach and ran inside. It was, it was an aggressive moment, but it just, it felt really good. Anyway, he's continuing <laughs> to be a little bit smug about it. So I'm wondering how do I deal with that, uh, without being, um, aggressive? I can't believe I'm not an aggressive person. I'm very, usually very <laughs> kind and chill and everything, but I don't know. There's like more to the story, but I don't know. Anyway, I feel, what if I called the wrong number and just left someone a horribly long voicemail? I'm very insecure. All right. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. First of all, I want to say just out of respect to Jemima Carville, our GOP possible dater who we savaged for the length of her call. This voicemail came in before we recorded that episode and we're yes. using it now. And had we used this email first, we would have savaged this woman. Yes. And can I name this one? Yes, absolutely. Heimlich maneuver. How about that? Because the stomach stomper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Heimlich maneuver. Wow. Heimlich maneuver is beautiful. Thank you. I actually think that Heimlich maneuver sort of uh, gate, gate sort of uh, pinpointed her own problem in the very last sentence. Oh, I also want to say that we we clearly got this voicemail before I on air asked Dana to record a message um, to our voicemail because this is the kind of bullshit that we've been getting. Am I leaving the right message? Anyways, um, I'm very insecure. That's what she said of herself. <laughs> That's if if you know that your relationship is cool and like it, it sounds like your judgment of your brother's relationship is at it being only a year. I, I think that's what's irking you is that it's making you just feel a little insecure. And I think you just need to like sort of remain in your power. I just want I also just want to say. <laughs> if you're stomping on a stomach, <laughs> you're aggressive. <laughs> that's like, that's big. I actually, I, this person sounds like a kindred spirit of ours personally, because it sounds like uh, that, that sounds like a panic aggressive move, you know, which is our, like exactly my MO. This yes, is, but I, I just, I truly cannot. But then to flee the scene immediately upon doing it is sort of. Definitely I identify with fleeing the scene <laughs> and I identify with the impulse, but the action to me, I, I truly cannot wrap my head around. Um, it's tough. That and action in, in a fun way. I think it's, I think it's a very funny Yeah, we celebrate it. To stomp on a stomach. That's funny. We celebrate We commend it. you here at our We drinker. celebrate it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds like everyone in this situation is feeling a little insecure. Like, clearly your brother's feeling a little insecure because he's only been with this girl for a year. And I bet, because you say you're like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Um, When you 
when you say like, oh, he's only been together for a year, but like there is a little bit of judgment in that, that I sensed. And that is absolutely, I'm sure reading to your brother. Yeah. And I think also and that's like, probably why he's being an asshole and he, he is, is being, being an asshole. asshole because it's like, yeah, of course people think about their weddings before they're engaged. Like that's yeah. a normal thing. Yeah. Like, especially when your family members, like it's just a human experience. Like you're around people with weddings. You're thinking about it on some level of like, do I want to get married? What would my wedding be like? Whatever. It's like, it's, it's shocking to me that someone would think that like you have not entertained right. the thought, especially um, having been in a relationship for nine years. Yeah. And I, I, I just think you need to be, I, I think he's clearly feeling sort of self-conscious about the length of time of his engagement. Uh, I think he's probably like worried that people are judging him and he might be getting some of that from you. And so I think you just need to be support, support, support and not talk about it at all, which sucks. Cause like you think that family, you should be able to, but I just think he needs, he, he clearly needs this. Yeah. And it's like, also, I mean, him using someone like people don't expire after they've been a man. Yeah. That's so weird. One time. It's such so a weird beef. You can share. I think figure out like what you can actually address and what you can't. But, um, I think you're going to want to, you're going to want to have fun at your brother's wedding yeah. and like be fun for that. And you're going to want him to want to be fun at yours. And, and it sucks. Cause it's like, nothing sucks more than being told to be like, you know, you have the better situation. So don't like bring it up. But like you do, you've been together for nine years. You're going to have a better relationship. You're going to have a better wedding. You know, your brother's getting a divorce. Like, you know that, <laughs> you know, for a fact, like a year in, your brother's getting a divorce. He's going to have kids. He's going to be unhappy. He's going to probably, I mean, the wife is probably going to be unhappier, honestly, because they're going to get a divorce later in life after kids. And he's going to start oh, dating an Instagram model. Yeah. <laughs> so just like know that, know that in the back of the head that you've already won because your marriage is going to be on sort of the foundation of a decades long relationship and his marriage is going to fall apart after a year. And then when you get married at 40, you're going to feel really good about mm -hmm. that. And you can flaunt that. You can flaunt that. Great. Um, okay, we got an email. Uh, I'll read this one. Okay. Um, I'm pretty excited about this one. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Joel and Mitra. Last year, I moved to San Francisco after being born and raised in Alabama. I'm 30 years old, and I'm a baker at a well-known bakery here in the city. For the first time in my life, I've started going on dates and trying to make up for lost time. I've been using the apps and matchmaking, talking with guys pretty regularly. Most guys respond positively to what I do for a living, and it's a great conversation starter. But the other day, I matched with this beautiful man, and the conversation started out great until I mentioned the bakery I work for and he told me that he tried our pastries and isn't a fan. Am I weird for finding this rude? Why would he feel the need to mention this to someone he barely knows? Is it worth trying to move past this comment or is this guy making some sort of gay dating move that I'm just not aware of? Thanks for your advice. Let's call this guy Soggy Bottom. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, I think I'm I'm okay with that. Listen, I'm sort of aiming at the low hanging fruit, but I've had a tough day, so <laughs> live with it. Um, this is actually goes, I think, weirdly back to the the hair thing that we were talking about at the top of the, the episode. Yeah, again in San Francisco. So rude, but unsolicited. The, but this is just like textbook negging. That's yes. exactly. That's all it is. Completely. It's just he's trying to be. To, he's he's doing that deliberately, and it is a move. And it is a move that some people respond to. Do Clearly, you respond you're not. To it? No, not even a little bit. Yeah, I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I, I, can't, I like don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't understand it either. I've seen it work on people, but I don't understand it. 
It's also like, this is your craft. This is what you do for a living. It's something that you care about. It's just such a, I think it's rude. I mean, I don't think, like, do you think it's a deal breaker? Like, I, I. I would need more context. Like, uh, he's a beautiful man and the conversation started out great. I, I, I feel like it's so early that like, no, like for me, it's like this clearly irked you. I would say just like. Cut. If if you're not the kind of person that responds to this, then like it's only gonna get worse, right? I just yeah, I just feel like you're matching and talking with guys really regularly. You're gonna have a lot of options in San Francisco. Like it's not like you're not in your hometown anymore. You know what I mean? So like you have options. Alabama to San Francisco. Holy fuck. Yeah, isn't that the kind kind of the point of like like apps and stuff? Is when someone does something shitty, you can be like goodbye. Unmatch. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I'm not into it. I think it's. Lame. I think it's like I feel like like we're past nagging. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, isn't it time to just be nice and earnest? Everything is so bad. <laughs> Can't we just be like, you are hot? <laughs> yeah. Or say just say nothing about the pastries. I I don't understand this. The other option is is that this guy is, and I'm not saying this is a pejorative, but is um just like doesn't understand social cues. Yeah, totally. Or like this is someone who, I mean. This is maybe this is somebody who doesn't understand that it, that's like a faux pas or something like that. Like maybe doesn't understand the ins and outs of what you do or something like I that. Don't, I don't know. I it don't just know. Seems fucking it lame. really does feel like he's like, prove it to me. Bake for me, babe. <laughs> Bake me the perfect fucking muffin. Yeah, it's like, what can you make? What do yeah. you do? <laughs> Ugh, move on. I'm like personally pissed at this guy. I know. I fucking hate <laughs> negging. I fucking hate Me negging. Me too. I just think it's so lame. It's like, why not just be enthusiastic about the person that you're clearly interested in spending time with? People do try it on me on all the time. Actually, I do think it works sometimes. I just don't think I've done enough dating to like, re- like the, th- the things that people have said to me are more... I, Definitely not negging. Have I told you about the person there? I was at a bar. We can cut this if I've talked about this before, but I don't think I have. One time I was at a bar. People really like to ask me like where I'm from yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's like really, that, that's mm-hmm. my version of mm-hmm. negging. I feel like that's one that happens all the time. Um, so somebody walked up to me and he was drunk and he was at this bar and he looks to me and he's like, Hey, uh, I gotta ask, what's your authenticity? <laughs> Meaning ethnicity, um, it was incredible. And I was just like, what? <laughs> um, I find ignoring works on me really well. That's not, that's like sort of a form of it negging, but mm-hmm. like if you don't pay any attention to me, I will be immediately obsessed with you. I think like that's a pretty big, <laughs> I think that's a pretty like common, common yeah. thing more, more so than negging. I, I thought think. this was going to work. This, I have a similar situation at a bar because uh, obviously people love to ask me where I'm from as mm-hmm. well. And this guy in a bar asked me where I was from. And then he sort of like turned around and before I could, and I answered, I said, Chicago. And he had, like, as I was answering, sort of got distracted by someone outside the circle talking and then turned back and was like, sorry, where in Asia did you say you were from? Oh, I was like, well, um, well, well. I didn't say. So you went to college. <laughs> like I clearly said Chicago. You weren't. I'm listening. in Chicago, Asia, <laughs> <laughs> reporting live. <laughs> okay, another email. Uh, wow. You read this one. Okay. Hi, Mitra and Joel. You guys are great. My girlfriend and I are not great. Oof. 
We've been dating for about four months, and my question for you is how the fuck are you supposed to break up with someone humanely? I'm 21, and this is my first serious relationship. We aren't exclusive, but we were serious enough to go to New York together for a week, and we live in Atlanta, Canada, so that's a big-ish trip. So, I have zero experience with ending something like this. It feels like an insane task to have to look someone in the eye and essentially tell them you don't have sex with them or even hang out with them anymore. All of my other relationship things have ended for specific, mutually understood reasons, whereas this one needs to end primarily just because I don't like her enough to keep making time for her and it's, be- and it's becoming unfair for her to her. But obviously, I can't tell her that. And I'm afraid that even if I say something else, that's what she'll hear. Please help. How does everyone do this all the time? TV did not prepare me to break up with people without it being some huge slash important fight, and all my friends are queer, so they're too caught in the middle of a second adolescence, in parentheses, didn't seriously date in high school, and their only real advice was just to ghost her Oof. while we're all back home during break, which is completely shitty, but break is next week, so I'm at serious risk of letting that happen. Please help me handle this compassionately. Okay. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Leave um, that. <laughs> Please help me. Uh, first and last name, and, and then let's get this person's phone number. Oh, and you know what? This email actually, um, she included her pronouns, and I just want to say generally on the podcast Great. that if you want to include that in your email or call, please feel free to do so. We try to do our best and be sensitive, but you know we're we don't know you, so if you want yeah. to include that, by all means. Great. Um, I love it. Um, I love this question. I've never broken up with someone. So, um, I've, I've only ever manipulated people into breaking up with me because I Mm. wanted to break up with them or been dumped horrifically. So I am sort of in not the best person to try and, uh, counsel this person. I I can tell you what not to do. Don't Mm -hmm. do it in public. Mm -hmm. Don't do it on the person's lunch break (laughs) in central park. Fuck. Okay. Don't do that. Yeah. After they bought you a succulent, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, True story that did that was one of the only actual like literal breakups. But yeah, I mean, good rules of thumb. Don't do it in public. Don't do it on some like when someone has to like go back to work. Like if you don't like, let it be like like, yeah. Let it let it be a sort of um, if it is someone that you feel you will have like a safe, compassionate breakup with, you can leave the time frame kind of open ended for discussion and stuff. Um, I also think you know obviously, and this we like everyone's talked about a billion times, but not over a form of technology. If that Mm, is unless unless yeah, if like I feel like with long distance, that's sometimes difficult, and that's more like case by case. But I think like if this is someone who clearly lives in your you're taking trips with them. Yeah. So Oh wait, we need to call this person a name. Um Um, all female all female Ghostbusters reboot. (laughs) (laughs) That was that's just the starting point. That's not the name, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um um, (laughs) Right. uh, Slime S. Yes. Slime S? Slime S. Slimer is the boy. Oh. <laughs> and we're doing an all female reboot. I thought it was of two words. Slime mess. No, no, and I no, was no, like, no. whoa. Because she's not going to ghost this person. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Another example. Um, Slimerina? Um, I love Slimerina. Slimerina. <laughs> Delicate, like in, it's in a music yeah. box. <laughs> a very wet music box. Slimerina. Um, so I have broken up with someone before. Oh. Um, um, Bitch. I know. I've actually broken up with a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> um, not a lot, but a, I don't know, uh, an amount. And um, I think, um, honestly, you, 
the things that you said that you couldn't say are probably things that you should say, yeah. but kindly. Like, yeah. You care about this person enough to call two strangers to ask about how to handle, in a caring way, the end of your relationship. So I think you have to say, like, this is just not, you have to just be, I think the thing that I have learned is to be, really clear because you want to give people actual reasons. You don't want to lie. You don't want to blame it on external things. You don't want to blame it on other stuff if that stuff doesn't exist. So you need to actually give them the information and the tools with which to handle your breakup and then listen to them and ask, let like, what, you, what, what, but then what is the reason here? Cause the reason is she just doesn't like this person. So just, does she say, I don't like you? I'm, I, I think it's like, I'm, I'm not happy. And I, um, yeah, I'm not, I just don't feel the same way about you that I felt when we started yeah. dating. And I think that's a good rule of thumb. I think it is. A good way to put it. Yeah, I, th I think there are kind ways to put the very bald truths, but I think you have to stay as close to the bare bones facts of why you're breaking up as possible. Because here's the thing, that is a fully okay reason to break up with someone. Yes. You are not the bad guy. Mm -hmm. that for was breaking so up with someone for that reason. The only time people get in trouble and get painted as the bad guy in these situations is when they do it disrespectfully. And you have to be honest, and it's really hard to be honest, but you have to do it, and you have to do it when you feel it because drawing it out over a long time is also not fair because the person who's with you and knows you can tell that you are not interested. Yeah, and, and I think you can frame it as like for them too. Like I don't want to waste any more of your time because I do not think this is going to develop into something long term. But I think it's also important to take responsibility for the way that you feel too. I think it's I think no, something Mitra, that I think you <laughs> I think you fully frame it as something you're a favor is, you're doing so for them. I just want to say that like this is your fault. So <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think like what can what can what I, when I've been on the receiving end of something like this, what's frustrating is the like sort of martyrdom take of like, I don't want to like, I can't be the person that you need. It's like, just say that you're not interested in me. Like, yeah. just say it. Like, yeah. say the thing that we're all feeling kind of. Yeah. And I think the one of the early and like most important lessons I think I've gotten from my therapist was like, when I first started going to therapy, I was thinking about breaking up with someone that I had been dating. And oh my God, who? <laughs> yeah, LOL. Um, <laughs> um, and I was like, but I just, I feel like I don't really have like a reason. Like I don't have like a real reason. And she was like, you know, the reason is that you want to break up. It's like you're not happy. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have like some beautiful statement about it, but you just have to be honest. And I was like, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, money back, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like, my don't do it on a real. trip. Don't do it in public. Don't do it while they're at work. Do it face to face. Do it, you know, maybe give them like not late, super late at night so that they have time to call a girlfriend, you know, yes, like, truly. That's all. That's yeah. all is all you can do is sort of like make the landing as, um, as smooth as possible for them. There will but never ultimately, be a right time. Yeah. So just, it's never going to feel good for either of you. But here's the thing. Also an option for you is go back to New York together and then break up with her there so you can ruin New York for her. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe she'll become a musician and she'll write yes. a, an album about you because yes. you were so yes. fucked up. Actually, take her to an H&M. <laughs> take her to an H&M and do it. And, and then try, and then get her in the, the changing room. Yes. And then, and then but, but send her in with the wrong size pants. And she says, babe, can you give me the size 10s and instead then, of the size 12s? Yes. And but, then you hand her the, the size 10s and you say, also, by the way, 
And you put a note in the size tens. <gasps> Love that. Uh, also, it's in one of those H&Ms with a DJ and you get on the mic yes. and you say, look in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and she reads the note. And then you're waiting outside with a film crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is your reality show. And that is how you announce to her that you are doing a reality show and you have to move. And that's why you're breaking up. Mm-hmm. But you're not moving to New York because it seems like it's pretty easy for you guys to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we probably fixed that. Okay, moving on. We've got uh, a couple more voicemails, so let's dive in. Great. Hey, Joel and Mitra. I'm calling for some advice. Um, I recently started seeing a guy, (laughs) and on our first date, he told me, I don't use social media much. Hate him. And just kind of thoughtlessly in the moment, I was like, yeah, me either. Which, like, isn't a lie. Like, I don't use Facebook. I guess I'm just not on Facebook. But <laughs> I do use Instagram and Twitter a lot. Like, both multiple times a day, posting to stories, tweeting fairly often. Um, so I guess I kind of lied. Yeah, bitch. Now we've been on three dates and he asked me, oh, what's your Instagram so I can see some of your travel pics? Because we both like to travel. (laughs) And I want to know what I should do. Like, should I acknowledge, hey, when I said that on our first date, clearly I was lying because he'll see that I post on Instagram a lot. Do I just not acknowledge it and hope he doesn't remember I said that or that I just have a different definition of what a lot is? Is it weirder to explain it (laughs) or weirder to just not acknowledge it? What do I do? Thank you. Bye. (laughs) This is the plot of the most boring rom-com ever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Such... I mean, um, can I? I got yes, one. Yes, I was waiting for you, Catherine Leigel. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, my Catherine Leigel. I'm oh my god! I'm sweating. I'm like I'm two sweating. for two. Oh my god, <laughs> Catherine Leigel. That's oh so god. much better than the one I have. Um, I, ha- I like have to Catherine go. Catherine Leigel. <laughs> I think this has to be my last episode. Yeah. Bye. Um, <laughs> I guarantee you the next eight episodes will be all duds. For me. <laughs> I don't think this is a problem. I think you just don't say anything. I think you let him, uh, and if he calls you out, you say exactly what you said in the call. Oh, we have a different, I I meant I don't use Facebook. Yeah, uh, it would be so crazy if he brought it it up. (laughs) It would be so crazy if he brought it up. It would also be so crazy for you to, if he, if someone said, if if we had the same conversation and I was like, hey, I want to see your travel pics and you handed me your phone and I went, oh my God. I thought you said you didn't use social media a lot. There are seven, you know, like, it's just like crazy to you. It's like, if he was like, I am offline, I am fully unplugged. And you said, I am too. That would be a crazy lie. But this one is so in the gray. This is so I think it's like a classic, like first date, like same. Like being like, I love to read. Literally awesome. (laughs) Like books are bae to me. I actually love like documentaries. Awesome. (laughs) I love learning on purpose. (laughs) It's like a cute thing that you will talk about in a wedding. I hope you never talk about this. Uh, It would be so crazy if you talk about You're in trouble. Actually, I'm sorry, but if he notices it, run. Yeah. If he has something to say about and that. And never let him know that you called in and, and asked about it either because <laughs> that's a red flag for him. 
actually. <laughs> actually, no, because if you're coming to us, you are healthy. Yeah, good taste. <laughs> you are you are smart. Good taste. Yeah, you are voting for Mayor Pete, JK. <laughs> 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 I oh my mean, God. Whatever. But, but okay, we've that. got one more call and then we'll, we'll take a break and, and, and get to the end of the episode. But we're flying through it. We are helping so many people. Oh my God, we're setting records. I know. Catherine Ligel. Catherine Ligel. <laughs> I have to like... You're going to be dining out on Catherine Ligel for... Just the rest of the episode. No, you're going to be sitting in the Rainforest Cafe. And you're going to be like... Um, Table for Catherine Lygel. Lygel. (laughs) It's my 18th birthday. (laughs) Speaking, actually, it's doubly perfect because there's a movie with her and Rosario Dawson that I can't remember the name of. Um, The one where she's scary? The one where she's scary and she jerks off to Rosario Dawson's Facebook page. And that is exactly what this caller does. Oh my God. I have to see it. I just watched... It's really fun. Obsessed for the first time it's exactly it's it's that movie but with rosario dawson and okay. Catherine Ligel. so i'm gonna have to wait a little bit because i did make wit watch obsessed with me and the whole, every 10 minutes i turned back to him and i went are you mad because <laughs> it was just how like, could he be no he wasn't mad but he was watching it because he loves me yeah. and for no other reason he did not enjoy himself <laughs> he like does not <laughs> i think this one's better i really do i, I think it's crazier and weirder yeah. i found out about it after i because we're, we're we're like talking about i like there was just like a conversation about all these types of movies. So I was like, I didn't know about the Catherine Heigl one in time. Yeah. I'll say that. But just know, just sell wit on it by telling him that Catherine Heigl jerks off to Rosario Dawson's Facebook page. Um, And with that, let's get on to this next call. Hi, Misha. Hi, Joel. Um, Love you both. Uh, I'm calling because I am a, Living in Harlem, um, I go to the same city MD all the damn time. And recently, I had a PA see me who was uh, very gorgeous and also very tall. Um, and I was like overcome. And I like got his name off my paperwork, which was admittedly not that hard. Um, I couldn't find him on Facebook. Never can. And then uh, proceeded to buy LinkedIn Premium to connect with him on LinkedIn to send him a message asking him out and telling him I thought he was gorgeous. Uh, in my defense, he was very tall. Um, but anyway, uh, immediately I freaked out because I've gone to that city MD clinic, I don't know, 80 times for STD testing. Um, so I was like, oh, he has access to my records. Um, and then I realized, uh, does this constitute sexual harassment? Um, I don't know laws. I don't know if it does. Um, he did message back. Uh, so like, congrats to his wife, but so that's not going to happen for me, um, necessarily. But, uh, did I break the law and should I be worried? Should I get a lawyer? Um, thank you. Bye. Um, okay. So, um, uh, let's call this one s- s- city. Um, no. HIPAA viol- uh. <laughs> I wanted something like HIPAA. <laughs> uh, mm. uh. A scary bit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of obsessed, Beyonce and obsessed much. JK, um, sorry I called you a bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, this person is a goddess. Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Hippo- violation. <laughs> yes. Hippolyta violation. I mean, I... I don't love think, this call. Yeah, no, this person <laughs> is like, I have never even thought about uh, LinkedIn Pro. This, I mean, this That's is incredible. like, cra- this is 
uh, unbelievable like we, lengths we're, for this person. We're, I'm, I, I chose this voicemail less because I, I thought this person needed help and more because I wanted more people to know about the, the this feat. This feature? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that could happen. I think that's amazing. I think this person's a hero. I think they should be lauded for I, their work. I like, I was blown away. I've I, done similar shit though. Oh I've yeah. I mean, absolutely I like, done similar shit. Like this is definitely like eight steps farther than I think most of us will go mm-hmm. to, but I do like they're totally, it's like, Oh yeah. All of a sudden you're looking at someone's like, like stepbrother's kid mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, cause you, you know, everybody's done some version of this, but oh, yeah. it is amazing to like have it on record and spend money to do it. <laughs> I, I've done things like if someone in, has in their Tinder profile, like just like the the sector that they work in and just their first name, I'll like search firms in LA and then go to the employee pages and scroll th- and spend hours just sort of like searching through law firms to mm-hmm. see if I can find that person. So I can then find their Instagram and see if they really look like their Tinder pictures. Yeah. Hey. And I think that's normal. I, yeah, I, I, I love that he messaged back though. Yeah. I mean, it's, I also, I think it's just nice that he let you know, so you didn't spend any more money. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, don't forget to cancel, cancel the account. Yeah. Put a, that put a calendar me. alert. Yes. You need that because one time I didn't do it and then I got charged for like months. Yeah. But, d- but, d- but, but don't cancel until right before. Cause you never know who you might meet. Exactly. That's also on LinkedIn pro. Exactly. And what is it with healthcare providers not being on social media? They're impossible to find. Just be private, I've, but use your real name so we can still see that. You I have know an I've used, I've fallen in love with every PA I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did, I did one time want to find a doctor, but I, I did go for such a humiliating reason that I could not stomach the idea of ever seeing that person again but like yeah. when I when he walked in I was like fuck because he was so hot I was there because I shit blood so oh, cool. and I was and like he, and he was like um I actually have this extra ticket to the opera tonight Mitra do you <laughs> <laughs> we've got to get you fixed up so you can wear a cool gown that, that I bought for you because I know your size but it. in a cool way and not in a scary way <laughs> yeah I don't this is definitely not sexual harassment I do not even think if the genders were reversed this would be considered sexual harassment. I think this is like weird maybe to some people, but I think like you stopped messaging him after he told you he wasn't interested slash he has a wife. Um, <laughs> I have no idea if you broke the law. Um, yeah, we don't me, know law either. To me, you did not break the law. No, no. <laughs> In my personal- None of the laws of men. Non-professional opinion, you did not break the law. Um uh, that's all. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's it. All. And then if you did break the law, you did admit to it on podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so I wish you the best. Yep. All right. Good luck. Um, so when we get, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we have, um, pretty, call of the century, call of the century, call of the century is right. And you will want to stick around for it. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back, and um, boy, we have a call from um, a particularly sick young girl. We hope we can help her, but I will say this is the first caller that I feel might be beyond beyond our help. Beyond our help. Yeah, but I'm, let's 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 play the message play and see what we can do. Let's play the message and see what we can do. Hello, this message is for 
Michi and Joel can be. Those are two nicknames I thought of right when the phone was ringing. Um, this is Megan Salter. I was I was being calling about big big problem, and no, I'm not talking about the dishes being dirty. This oh. is a, a real life problem, something that would have happened to Carrie Bradshaw or something. Megan, stop making jokes. This is your life we're talking about, girly. Okay, so my husband has been going missing for about 13 months. Interesting. Where could he be? Well, I think I'm finally, finally done trying to get in contact with him. I am ready now to be doing sex again. We're all regular to different people. Well, when then, when they wanting me to do it. Well, and we'll both be maybe after a date. I'm just so out of the saddle, though. I, to be honest, I don't even know how to ride again. And believe me, the horse I had before wasn't broke, by the way. He was a wild kind of guy. I'm talking. We were bareback and riding. <laughs> Um, so I would like to just, I guess my question to you too is just, can I get some flirting advice? Start, how to be starting to being flirting back with different people? Do I have to tell them that I'm still married? Do I have to tell them about how I lost custody of my kids? A little symphony orchestra. She is not to be seen for about, well, longer than I haven't seen my husband. Uh, anyway, I just need some flirting advice. I'm really getting bored over here at a craft store. I'm <laughs> kidding. That was a joke. I don't have a job, but I will love for you to, I will be loving for you to call me back and give me some flirting advice how to start, even start a conversation with somebody trying to be having sex. Thank you. I would like, I would like to be hearing from you too. The little dirty birds. Wow. What a wild ride. That, I mean, <laughs> and, what can we do? I don't for know. Her? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. And um, and yet, and yet, we've decided to make contact. <laughs> to make contact, and we we specifically we spoke about this before, and we said this. We, who knows how long this episode will be? Because who knows how this call will go? Yes, this call could be one minute. This call could more likely be twenty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, get ready because we're um, we're gonna uh, call Meg back and see if we can't sort her out. And we can't. <laughs> <laughs> now I believe we could. I okay. think we're gonna turn her around. Okay. Her whole life. Two different perspectives. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Meg? Oh, you got well, you got the right number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. This is Mitra. And this is Joel. Or at wait, what was my nickname? Joel Kim B. And I'm Michi. Joel Kim B. Joel Kim, Joel Kim B. So my nickname was more so just my name. my name and then my last and initial. Kind of the, and at the end of really fast, okay, how can we make it shorter? <laughs> Just really quick, which I love your full name though. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. But I, I will say I was a little disappointed that Mitra got a real nickname and I did not. Well, um, let's go. Do so. you want me to come up with another? Yeah, right now. Actually, I would. Okay, J came Kim Booster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. I see so sort of what you did there. What's your preference? I Joel. actually kind of like J Kim Booster. I think that sounds classy. It makes you sound like an author. But yeah. J A Y. Oh. oh, you didn't realize. No, you're I didn't. Saying a different big J. And see, that's Kimson. why a lot of people say about your comedy, Meg, that it, it reads better on the page. Okay, but hold on, Big J <laughs> Boomkin Sim. Big J Boomkin Sim. Who said that? Who said that? Um, lots of people. Uh, the industry said that to me, actually. Um, okay, well, I, okay. Who replaced said it? I need to know who replaced said it. Who? Well, it sounds like you had a really negative experience with them that you're worried um, 
might be reflecting. Yeah. Might but Meg, let's well, they, make, they didn't want to make anything that I sent them. You sent you sent them pre-made <laughs> things. That's probably part of it. So Meg, let's but let's get back to you. This is this is part of the problem with you, Meg. This is actually part of the problem with you that we've diagnosed is that you can't stay on one thought. And that's why you can't flirt. And that's why you're not having sex. Yeah, because flirting is all about focus, right? You want to be making eye contact the entire time, right? If your date blinks, you've lost it. Right. What are you looking at right now, Meg? I'm to be honest with you. I'm looking at a beautiful painting. <laughs> Describe the painting. Is it a human? A is it a gorgeous? Well, I, well, I hate to say what it is, but it's a new drawing of me. I hate, I hate to say that out loud. But, so it's a drawing um, or it's, it's a painting? A, it, well, yeah, get your story it's, it's straight, Stalter. It's a new drawing of me, but around it's painted beautiful things, beautiful stuff painted around it. Like so, I, I'm sorry. Blue, I'm, blue is. Blue. blue is painted around it. it. Oh, so like sky. So it's you naked in the sky. Well, I would. Uh, okay, well, I would kind of. I would. It's more so in the ocean, but. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what's so beautiful about art is that someone can look at something and have so many different yeah. ideas. Um, and you know, Joel and I usually have a lot of different ideas as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that you should. Um, be really focused. Come with some conversation points when you come to the guy. I'm assu- I don't know if it's going to be a guy, yeah. but you, well, yeah, you have husband. You so have husband, but you I'm are assuming. you are canonic- canonically bi, correct? Yes. Yeah, I, so, so you're I could open. Be, I, you don't even know who's at this date or at the bar. Could be anybody. At the bar could be anybody. Yeah, understood. Okay, okay so let's do a little role play. <laughs> let's do a okay. little role play, okay, Meg? Um, okay, now, I'll be yes. the bartender. You're the bartender. And Joel's going to be your date? I'm going to be your hinge date, okay? Yeah. You met on okay. hinge. Do you want to give Ooh, Joel a name? Okay. Yeah, give me a name. Um. Uh, okay, Marcel. Marcel. Markle. 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 And then I'm going to pick my name and don't pick my name for me or I'm going to get upset. Okay. Okay. Oh, is it going to be revealed to us? I'm the bartender and I'll decide if I reveal it. Okay. Scene. Like a real bartender, like actually normal bartenders do because not every bartender reveals their name, Meg. (laughs) Okay. So, um, ready? We're in the bar. Okay. Oh, God, it's you. Oh. I'm so excited that you're here. Wait. Uh, hi. Hi. Sorry. Why are you screaming at me? Oh, I just wanted to make sure you knew that it was me that you were your meeting wine? today. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? Wine. Um, yeah, I'll take a wine. I'll take a red. Um, no, I was saying my no, name. Thanks. My name is wine. We only oh. sell beer. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My date picked this place out um, and didn't actually pre the date explain the kind of place that she had picked out. And so I'm so sorry. That's actually not my fault. That's my date's fault. Oh, and, th- and that's engendering a lot of negative feelings um, towards my wh- date. Sorry, wine? Wine. What's up? Can I get you a craft beer and Could nothing I else? Get, um, I, I'm going to need a couple plates of potato skins because my date's acting really crazy right now. What do you think? And this I is really a TGIF Fridays or it's a, it's a craft beer place. So yeah, you're actually- wine just told us what we could get. And I figured you would have well, known that because you picked the place. Well, how am I supposed to be flirting? Everybody's starving in, in this restaurant. Well, you're supposed how to be flirting with them. Well, this is you're supposed to eat your meal before. Yeah, 
I already well, nobody told me that. You didn't tell me that one. We well, you didn't tell me that this place that. only sold beer. <laughs> okay, so I'm well, gonna press pause on the simulation. Yeah. Um, Megan, go- I feel like it's not going well. Yeah, and um, I wanted to kind of talk about that, maybe why that was happening. Yeah, I would say that the energy that you gave upon entering the bar really <laughs> started things off at a, a sort of a 10 yeah and the that, yelling and that really and, and again i'm not speak that wasn't me megan that wasn't me are you sure no 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 no, no that was no, marcel no. markle that was marcel like markle me. no 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 well i'm gonna need to give you a different name because i i don't think i want to meet him again okay and i don't and i think he feels the same honestly and and what i will say is and i'm saying this as an outside observer someone who was observing that interaction mm-hmm. you were really you were so ugly to him Personality-wise, because really? he couldn't, he he was blind. I don't know if you that read that was well, sort of subtextual. Well, that was clear to me. Thank you, Mitra. I'm sorry. Exactly. Well, exactly, and and I think that maybe next in this next simulation, and um, you should sort of lead with that maybe put them on the counter okay so we're gonna do another one really quick just one more we're gonna give you another shot i will say volume i would modulate volume down down okay Okay. and i would i wouldn't be so defensive if you pick a bad spot for a date because that's a big so maybe be apologetic oh god i'm really sorry (laughs) yeah 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 okay always be apologizing so i'm gonna be the bartender this time mitra's gonna be the dater um this time what's mitra's name a Han- Hannah girl. Hannah girl. Okay. Hannah girl. Okay. Hannah, and, Hannah, and of course, I'm the bartender, so I may or may not reveal my name, as, okay. as it is a bartender's right to do. And see. <clears> okay, <throat> I'm gonna go in here different. I'm gonna go in here thinking about sensuality, quietness, like, and everything is good. Yeah, everything yeah. is good. Hey, <laughs> thanks so much for meeting me here. I'm Hannah, oh, a girl. I'm sorry. Um, my boobies are really big i can't hear you right now oh fuck i saw that i actually noticed that's so cool you have this big oh, big tit excuse, excuse me ma'am <laughs> i'm sorry your boobs are on the counter right now um people need to set their drinks down on there on um there. excuse me bartender my date's not blind so she can see them my boobs okay so and why- she likes them by the way she I wants them to be on the table i love them I love them and I want them to be on the table. Wow, I am getting a real sexual energy from you, ma'am. And in fact, I want you to leave your boobs right where they are. Because you were a powerful. Can we get a big bowl of salad today? You know what? You absolutely can. I'll be right back. Wow, how did you know that salad was exactly what I was in the mood for? Should we go back to my place? Maybe get married on the way? Um, yes, but not before we have oral sex in the bathroom. I love the barrette you're wearing. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. I've got your big bowl of salad. <laughs> We're not hungry for anything other than slit and gash. Wow, that's exactly my name. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you guessed my name, and that means the salad is on the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that helps you with flirting, Meg. How do you, do you feel? feel? I can't wait to do that. Do you feel buddy. better? Do you feel like you have sort of a roadmap going into these situations now while your husband's still missing? I feel like everything in my life is coming to a head and everybody's being good to me. 
Um, and that's what you know and we feel really good about that because we sort of we listen to your call and we know you as a person and we sort of said she's helpless there's no way we're going to be able to help her she's a lost cause um, she'll end up dead in a dish and I think we both I think everyone in the studio sort of has a collective crush Dana producer Dana is shaking her head Um, how many little guys are do you have in there about seven yeah we like we have um, each of us have our four interns and then and my um, hair and makeup guys yes and they are guys and they are guys because guys can do that um but anyways meg thank you so much for your call and i hope we helped you you. um tell us um so i know that meg you are sort of the star the the lead star of the national lampoon's radio hour Hello. Thank you. Uh, um, they so, hate when I say that, but I love to be telling people that. <laughs> um, so you guys, get, if you love Meg and uh, you want to hear more of this insanity, you can check her out at the on the National Lampoon's Radio Hour. Where else can people find you, Meg? Well, um, first of all, I would like to be on TV one day. Oh. So if anybody's listening, I'd love to get in the writer's room at SNL or wherever. Okay. Um, okay so, yeah, and so if anybody can, um, listening can make that happen... <laughs> I would, like, I would actually be a cast member or a writer or I'd be, uh, I would like to be the boss of it. Um, I'm okay. also interested in being on a, uh, a spinoff of Sex and the City as, as Miranda's daughter or something. Okay, um, that then, actually seems doable. That kind of would be fun, right? Yeah. Uh, but also you can see me all around the country, everywhere, performing stand-up. Okay. And Thanks so much, Meg. <laughs> okay, that's all for Meg. Goodbye. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, th- truly thank you, Meg. We love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, Meg Stalter, everybody. Funny, funny, funny. Funny gal. Some of the funniest vids on the internet. Check her out. A truly scary person. Yeah. <laughs> a brain like no other. Um... <laughs> And that's been the show. Mitra, we did it again. We did By it God, again. By God, we did it again. They we said we couldn't. They begged us saying, not to. Yeah. They actually, <laughs> we had to sneak in through the bathroom window of Earwolf. The, like little raccoons. I know. And do you know how hard it is to get our whole staff in here? Tough. Tough. My makeup guys. <laughs> oh my God. They're so strong. It was really hard to get them through so the window. So strong. Because they're, they're big. They're, they're very wide. But in a um, good way. Very cool. Okay. So I'm currently on a boat right now. Um, at, I'm currently at sea. Um, that's where I'm at. Hopefully not dead. Um, uh, but next week I'll be in Madison. Come and see me at Comedy on State. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm starting a new monthly show in Los Angeles at the Lyric Hyperion on Thursday, February 6th at 9 p.m. That'll be the first one. All the proceeds are going to CELA, um, which is an organization in Los Angeles that helps our neighbors experiencing homelessness. So please come see it. I'm going to do some truly psycho dark shit. So <laughs> Sounds scary. Sounds spooky. Sounds scary. Sounds spooky. All righty. Well, until next time, Mitra. Um, if you want to talk to oh, yeah, us, you should email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com with your questions, your updates. Yes, we love to hear the updates. They're super important to us. And uh, 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 and and if you want to talk to us on the phone, please call us at 323-334-0371. Three, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Fun um, of us. Okay. And again, try and keep them to like around 90 seconds if you can. That's sort of the goal weight for your calls is 90 seconds. <laughs> so let's get these guys in the wrestling mm-hmm, tournament. Mm-hmm. How about that? Let's Step get up. your calls some ringworm. Yeah. 
<laughs> How about some oh, cauliflower God. ear for your calls? Mm-hmm. I had a crush on a wrestler in junior high, oh, so that's why I know this. They're the stuff. hottest ones. They got that cauliflower ear. Ah, oh, they're covered in I ringworm. Love the they're mean ear. to you. Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. I love you. Yes, I do. 